Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. So Mono Neon Show, it's Max, and I'm with Jessica Gutowski-Slayton. I'm happy to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, Max. This is a delight. Yeah, and oh, Jessica, and my... seven-year-old as well, right? I mean, let's introduce Blake. Blake is on the show as well. <laughs> sure, this is Blake Slayton. He's my oldest son. Blake, how are you doing today? Good. All right. We have a whole family here. We're, I'm excited. This is... Um, Really, it's a, it's a generational story, so it just makes a lot of sense to have everybody on board, and it's cool. So, um, Swift Printing, it really, the, the the basis of this, or at least how I got to know um, you and kind of the whole operation of what uh, what you guys have going on, is, is really this organization behind the Red Line Neon Sign. This is kind of the ultimate comeback story. It's, uh, or I think, a reflection on Grand Rapids, uh, which is where you guys are located, Um but it was a restaurant. It had a, a long uh, history of, of people dining. It was um, known for its like hot dogs and Franks, real like kind of, I think, city type food, but at the same time, a place that reflect, you know, reflects the culture and the history of that area. And um, yeah, I mean, you have this, this incredible story, but I'll let you take it over. How did how that kind of the printing realm, I mean, how did you cross paths with this sign and, and how did it, you know, has it been restored? Like what was the process? Sure. It was a well, really fun, long process. Um, but we have a family business that is in printing. Um, and then also in the 80s, my dad started doing um, a real estate business as well. So we have Swift Printing and Swift Realty. And um, the real estate side of things is in the same neighborhood where our print shop is. And um, he had bought in a building that had this beautiful neon sign on it. And um, when the building was sold, when we sold it to another developer, you know, there was one thing that we're like, oh, you you can't have this neon sign because we really want to restore it and get it back up. Um, The problem was, was that as you actually stated in your last podcast, you know, neon really is art. It's not a sign. And a lot of city ordinances don't really like to, you know, put it outside of the sign ordinance. And so there was no way for us to really get it up publicly in a way where we could um, still make sure it was the way that we wanted it to be up. And so during this process, it probably started 10 years ago to converse, not that we're working on it full time, but just having bits and pieces about, you know, stories and conversations with people, how to do it. Um, And along that journey, you know, we decided, or not me, but the city thought, hey, well, maybe we can get a, you know, an amendment to the sign ordinance. And uh, this wonderful lady named Kristen Turgelson really took that to the next level and did all the heavy lifting. And the city of Grand Rapids approved this amendment, which they're coining the the vintage sign ordinance, which is just an amendment, um, September 9th. And so we were the first one in queue to be approved and our city in Grand Rapids has something called Art Prize, which is a, the biggest art competition um, worldwide. And I really wanted it up for Art Prize. So we had the sign restored and up and ready, praying that it would get approved on the 9th. And then it was erected on the 13th and 14th. And we had a grand unveiling on the 15th. So, oh, Blake wants oh, to jump in and say something. Blake is an incredible... Um... 
endeavor to have to take on the city like people don't understand like this this program is wildly underrated meaning like it's not just everybody can come up and put up a sign this is literally a sign ordinance that's been passed just a few weeks ago for this to literally take place and obviously it takes a certain amount of influence and um input from not only like you know businesses like yourselves um but i mean this is it's kind of decades in the making it's 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 a cool story because you know, you're not only changing the law in which signs can be exhibited, but my understanding was it couldn't be tied to like an existing business, which is wild. So there was some sort of like loophole that you were able to, I mean, I don't want to use the word exploit, but you know, you kind of were able to will it in and, and have it be this thing. And what's really cool is you've now got people kind of coming up to you and your business, which is sort of my understanding is right down the road, right from where the sign is basically. Yep. Um, yep. Which is a cool kind of nod to where, um, kind of everything came from like it's near the bridge street which you know obviously there's like a kind of a whole homecoming effect um and, and i talk about this on the show it's kind of nostalgia but at the same time um it's kind of just grinding things out and it's i think at the same time people remember what they were doing in that you know in that business whether it was just hanging out or um being grateful for you know having something like you know quick and easy to kind of grab and keep going i mean there's so many moments i guess too of like families dining there um and i didn't know this but there's a kind of a story about the sign too like how it came to be it's, it's also a family business um they were from greece and they had you know it was in the 30s and there's like i think one of the gentlemen he'd immigrated over had a chemistry and biology degree and they basically chased this american dream like there's kind of like this uh kind of perspective on what it's like to work hard. And I always kind of promote them on the show is like, if you want to get something really out there, it does take considerable amount of effort, whether it's learning to bend neon or wanting to take photos of neon or whatever it is, the ambition is there, then, you know, it's going to take that upward trajectory where you have, where other team members kind of like at the same time going like, wow, how do we get this done? Was it, um, I'm sure there was kind of things that came up that you guys kind of had to um, look at how did you choose to kind of get the sign up and running where there are kind of some things that you look back on and go oh wow that was awesome um the whole process has been a, a great example of perseverance which i think the west side where we're from is all about perseverance and working hard um because a lot of the, the community you know was immigrants back in my grandparents and great-grandparents era so there's just been a lot of similar themes um on, on working hard and not giving up um, when we uh, partnered with Valley City Sign, who did the sign restoration, and then they actually had a local gentleman named Mike LaCroix, Michael LaCroix, um, at Neon Connection, do the bending. And to be honest, I, I loved the sign because it was nostalgic, it's beautiful, I respect Neon, but I did not know nearly enough about Neon prior to this. And uh, my brother-in-law, um, Max Merget, is actually has documented the whole process and did an interview with Mike um, Lacroix, and I am just so excited for <laughs> I'm learning more. You know, I this was I don't foresee me restoring many more signs in the future, but I I see why um, there is such a love and, and uh, it seems like the neon community is very. Um, helpful. Like I had reached out to John Barnes just because I saw he had a book online and I, you know, called his number. He called me back and he's out of the country and, and gave me the link for um, Vintage Neon Heaven to try to connect with other people. So it's just been a really 
great process not to get not only to get the sign up for our community but even from a, a global neon perspective oh Blake has something he wants to add go ahead Blake um when I first saw the red line sign um it was all like dirty and it had dust all over and like wires were like coming out and like um tape was over the lights and when I just saw it get put up I just uh, I saw new light bulbs in and um a lot of people were there to see it and like it was so fun they like you they like there was music and all kinds of stuff awesome thanks Blake that's incredible and Blake you know it's neat to see your reaction to it and you had such a uh I mean you noticed the change and even having that um just on the show is super awesome so Blake thank you for saying what you felt like when you saw it turned on and you got to see it come back to life right yeah super cool very cool that's adorable. So, the existing also the existing neon was combined with some LED light bulbs. So I invite a lot of artists on the show to consider not only alternatives to bring signs back to life, but I do want to commend and shout out Valley City Signs who helped modernize certain elements of the sign because let's face it, a lot of the, the technology that was used back then just isn't uh, you know up to code or let's just say you know worth you know kind of reinvesting in. So. Some may say, hey, look, it's not exactly the same, but I do appreciate some elements of some new and, and kind of just, you know, not compromising, but just saying, hey, look, this is the way we're going to keep this thing going. Um, and just, yeah, I want to say thank you to Valley City Signs if you're listening out there too. A lot of sign makers tune in, so. Absolutely. Um, the neat thing for me is I didn't, and you know obviously more about Neon than I do, but the, the face plates are all original. They just had to be really cleaned up and originally we thought we were going to have to repaint all those and I, I do like to be a purist in the sense where if someone designs something a certain way I want to keep it that way but like you said being able to to modernize it and making sure you know your energy bill isn't through the roof for this <laughs> the beautiful thing um, and yeah. the original sign that arrow that we do have the led lights on now um, has was chaser bulbs and I wish we could have those but you know there's no way in heck we're going to be able to to have those, um, but it, yeah, and it folds on a fourteen foot pole. Pole, and we're also talking about two hundred light bulbs, so it's a significant uh, number of lights. But also, I think, like I said, it really does retain. I mean, you couldn't tell if you didn't know. And I think even the paint job to the way that they did the neon. I mean, it just is a really amazing, uh, you know, kind of reinvestment, reinvigorate. I, I mean, I guess the word would really just to be. Uh, a sense of gratefulness that this sign isn't just sort of, and, and we have talked about that a little bit that, you know, you kind of housed it for a long time. Your father, right, had it for quite a while. It was, the building was taken over, but um, I guess what, you know, I guess he had the foresight to kind of understand that, hey, maybe I need to bring this back. I'm going to hold on to this. Did he talk about it at all? Or was that always kind of the back of his head that I'm going to, I'm going to do something with this? Um, always. And when he mentioned it, to me probably seven or eight years ago, maybe even before that, I don't know, my, my mind's all runs together now, I've got pregnancy brain, but it, it always was something that um, my dad wanted, my dad and my mom wanted to do. 
Um, and it was just more so of like, okay, well, how can we make this happen and do it in between our actual, you know, paid day-to-day job? And the last few months, it definitely became a full-time job, just getting everything ready and, and coordinating um, how it was going to work. And, and there's always, as you know, like with, with everything, there's always something that pops up. Even the, the day the pole was to be installed, um, they couldn't dig past six or seven feet because it was too rocky. And so they had to go back to the engineer. And instead of going down nine feet, they ended up going down six or seven, but then a seven foot wide concrete base. And um, Ahmed from Valley City Side calls me and he goes, hey, are you sitting down? Oh, you can tell me. <laughs> um, he calls me and goes, are you sitting down? Because um, I got some bad news. And he tells me and I'm like, no, this isn't bad news. We got I put a buffer day. We're still going to get the unveiling because I had already (laughs) invited people. And, you know, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. But I was just just really determined to get it done. And I'm sure I wasn't looking at it as I just can't wait to get this up. I was just enjoying the process and just having fun with it because, I mean, it was the first time I ever got to go to a city planning meeting. And, you know, I that was exciting in itself. And it was the first time I ever had to do a full on, um, you know, permit forms for the city. And I just, I get really excited to do anything new. And I'm, I'm one of those people that just likes to continually learn. So the whole entire process, you know, I, I consider it now, I, I, I got a degree in, in understanding how to get <laughs> a, a vintage sign neat and restored and, and erected in the city of Grand Rapids. So it was just just a really neat experience and a fun thing to do with my dad and my brother and my mom and the rest of the Swift printing team, as well as just, you know, connecting with other people. Like I said, um, Michael LaCroix at Neon Connection did an amazing job. And when we have uh, the Jackie little memory that my brother-in-law is making, I'll be sure to send you that too. Um, yeah, but can, yeah, it's just a the great experience. coming up too. Like how can people on the show was support the, uh, the, the kind of art uh, nomination that's coming up? Is there anything they could do? online because I want to get as much information across as possible that people can come and support this if they can somehow. Um, how does that Oh, sh- sure. So um, Art Prize takes place until October 3rd. And so the way it works this year, it used to be a, a public vote where you had to, everyone would vote for one thing. And this year they've kind of made it like a scavenger hunt or the closest connection I could relate it to is like Pokemon Go. And it's a web-based app. And at all the venues, you scan a QR code and it can tell where you are. So unfortunately, you can't do it from Kentucky. Someone has to be, you know, near the sign and um, they scan it and it will tell them what you've won. You always win something, but you you're looking for money predominantly. And then you choose you don't get to keep it as the, the person who scanned the code. You choose what artist you want to send it to. And so you then could pick the Red Lion Vintage Neon to submit whatever prize you have. Um, and, and that's a way for the, them to be able to, It's a, you can go to, I think there's well over 700 venues. Eh, don't check my facts on that. It might not be 700 venues. Well, I know I there's think, 800 artists, but. Um, I think we could do too is anybody who has Facebook, if you have family in Grand Rapids in that area, what I want you to do is get, uh, look at red, you know, look it up, uh, look up the neon, Red Lion Neon and uh you know go and find somebody that lives in that area if you have any family i want everybody kind of 
get as much information out there, see if you can get this app and then download and click on this. If to speak, you know, only to say that we do have listeners that live outside of other places too, if you love Neon uh, and want to support the endeavor of this and trying to get them to, uh, yeah, win this awesome award. So either way, there'll be pictures on the, we'll post pictures and links and stuff and have it go, you know, that way. So people can click on it. And even if you're not in the area, check it out. Absolutely. And if someone comes to town to take a look at it, if it's during normal business hours, be sure to stop in the print shop because we're right there and we love connecting with people and uh, hearing their stories of traveling to see Neon as well. So, Yeah, and the printing company too, Swift Printing, also does a a number of things, right? You guys have all kinds of, uh, you know, banners, labels, packaging, which is really cool. It's a perfect segue into this. I do want to shout out the company because I think it does... Uh, you know, these are local businesses that are doing the work and having the on-site save, which is kind of the, the, the complete workaround, which is really neat. So um, shout out to the printing company. If people want to get in touch with them, you can look them up online. You guys are at Swift Printing, right? Yep, swiftprinting.com. Thank you so much. And we couldn't do it without our amazing customers and staff because they were supportive the whole way through. Um, and Blake Sladen has one other thing he'd like to say. Yes, sir. Um. Um, when I, we wrote our names in the concrete, and my mom's pregnant because she's going to have a baby soon, and when I went to school, I said, today, I told this to my teacher, I said, we'll put it up the red line sign, we put it up um, yesterday, and I gave her, like, a sticker and, like, a piece of paper, and, like, it had, like, all... And it'll put up that for the empties and I'll send it for like I told everybody in my class and um Thanks um, Blake. And she and she said, Oh, I'll I'll go drive by and see it. Yeah. And when we put it up the side, we went to Jolly Pumpkin and celebrate. We did, yeah. It's it's <laughs> Blake, been you're, a- Blake, you're a superstar, Blake. I gotta tell you, you know what? And I I really do. I think that the willingness to kind of help you share that energy um, is just really awesome to hear, Blake. I'm really glad you're on the show is what I want to say. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, bud. Yeah, so this is very powerful. Anybody listening, this is just a really wonderful show to talk about something special, which is just neon in general. I get to say a lot of different things, meet lots of people, but um, Jessica and Blake, you guys really – um rocks and i just want to tell you that you know even if it's just this one sign it means a lot to a lot of people and i can tell um that grand rapids is in a is in a much better place because of it so thank you for coming on this show is what i want to say well thank you so much for having us and yeah the sign for us just really represents community and bringing people together and tying the old with the new so thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it, Max. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.